Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, rose-coveringest, uh, basketball hoop chandelieriest, turtleneck-wearingest, beef potatoist recap podcast of The Bachelorette ever. Ever. <laughs> And I think this is going to be, so wait, what season are we in now? I think this is season 10 for us. Wait, let for me For us? Let me yeah. Uh, yeah, season 10. Season 10 of our show. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. We've really come a long way. Um, this, is, this is where our uh, our highly paid producer inserts the montage of, of fun quips and, and silly gags throughout the years. <laughs> Can't wait till when we have a budget for that. Uh, oh, yeah. So <laughs> almost there, but, but we are. This should be the first episode, and, and I am also hoping to to backdate this. This should be the first episode that comes with a transcription because I got a notification about a transcription when we opened up. So I'm excited Ooh. to see. I know coming into the now finally, the 21st century, an official text record of every dumb thing that I say. <laughs> We'll see how that pans out. It might just say like fart noises when it yeah, transcribes. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what it turns out to be. But yeah, so I'm excited. So tenth season, and mm-hmm. we get to celebrate it with the second Bachelorette in a row. And I was to say, a- like when you said it was the tenth season, I thought you just meant of the like the Bachelor as a show in the year 2021. Like, how, <laughs> yeah, is this this much. is the fourth season? I think this year. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh wow. my God. I know. And I'm just like, why are you doing, I, I'm going back to school. I'm very busy. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, we're going to just throw one more in real quick. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had a bachelor by the end of the year. Well, yeah. hopefully they wait till January, but anyway, or just um, give us winter games. Yeah. Bring back winter games. If summer house can do winter house, which is like not going to be as good. You can bring back winter games, which <laughs> will be very good. Uh, but I'm really excited because I, I don't know why I didn't remember this or it just became more important now that we actually live here and now mm-hmm. that I have like a context and reference. But she grew up 15 minutes away from where I live. Wow. In Woodbury, Minnesota. And I was like, oh, my God. So that was very exciting to me. That's very exciting. And I and it was like it was like a Molly type of a feeling, you know, when Molly's from Milwaukee, it was like, oh, that's our girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I just kind of feel that way for Michelle, even though I just moved here and it's also not the same town. <laughs> but I'm there a lot because <laughs> that's where civilization is. <laughs> so um it's kind of where you go to like shop and stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm very familiar with where you grew up. And also it was nice to see her parents again. They're very cute people. They are. They're very nice. Yeah, they're now, very Minnesota. <laughs> this is this is interesting because I I, I feel like the, the kind of setup where we where we get introduced to her, they are really pushing her hard for us. Not that they have to try because she's a very wholesome person. But clearly, it's like small town Minnesota. She's a elementary school teacher. Yeah. Uh, it's just they're like, OK, we're, we have to make America completely fall in love with this woman instantly. Like compare this to, say, I, I don't even, even even the last Bachelorette season, Katie's season. Don't you feel like it was kind of like night and day how they're presented? Well, yeah, but also, I mean, I don't know. They have very different personas as well you know katie's also like i'm true. the vibrator girl and <laughs> <laughs> i'm sex positive uh and bs negative uh or whatever <laughs> and <laughs> that's how katie saw no katie i'm just kidding i know you're our number one fan katie i really love you and don't think you sound like that um and and this is like it's like well i mean as soon as i saw michelle on the show i was like she is like you know the uh, like a perfect person and mm-hmm. and it's one of the I'm one thing I'm really excited to see that I don't feel like we got to see on Matt's season was everyone talked about how funny she was mm-hmm. and they showed a lot of more of like her serious side and she was a little like quieter more reserved in a lot of the scenes that she was in and then yeah. wasn't it the last episode like 
before she left and everyone was like, yeah, Michelle's funny and the best. And I was like, why didn't we get to see that? <laughs> I know. At what point? Is, just, yeah. We, we got yeah. like one little clip of her during a credit sequence or something. And that's yeah, it. Where she was like uniting the entire house, this toxic house of women all gathered around her and, and you know, and we're behind her. And it's like, that's, those are just the moments that you need to show that will sell you, will sell people on her because mm-hmm. obviously she requires no editing to be very likable. So yeah, it's kind of weird because I'm like, I'm sold already. There's a lot of bachelorettes that we've had in the past and bachelors where I'm Mm -hmm. like, are you sure? Are you sure you picked the right person? And this one was never a question. I was like, they better pick her. And then when they picked her and Katie, I was like, yeah, that's a good, that was a good choice. Like they're both good choices. So this was... These are some of the best bachelorettes I feel like we've ever had. Um, Yeah, but it was like, there's been a lot of buildup. I really, here's my question. The reason I brought up the chandelier basketball hoop. Mm -hmm. Um, Did they use that for any other promo? (laughs) Because I don't know. It's a lot to build for that one. It seems like a lot. It it seems like quite a bit. (laughs) Although we we also have to assume that their, their budget has been a lot smaller. Um, I, I mean, like they, I mean, they probably still had the same amount of money, but they didn't have to do as much because all they've been doing is staying in a resort and shopping at party USA for every week. And well, just, and they you didn't know, have to pay Chris Harrison's things. like exorbitant. Well, I guess they exactly. still do. I um, would say without Chris Harrison and without all the jet setting that we're used to in this series, I, I think that's enough for a basketball chandelier. They're like basketball chandelier. I just hope she gets to take part of it home with her or something. It just feels like if that's all they used it for, that's not enough. But that's yeah. That's just well, rot in a warehouse somewhere. Listen, she's a Midwesterner, so I'm not worried about <laughs> it. She probably already asked that question. So mm-hmm. it's fine. She was probably yep. like, oh, I'd really hate to see this go to waste. So mm-hmm. I'd really like to hang it up in my house. I mean, yeah. I would if I was her. I, Michelle, if yeah. you haven't already and it's not too late, try to get that from production. Uh, She's probably got like a basement bar in her Minnesota home. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. It'll look so nice against that wood paneling. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I, I have to say I'm really enjoying the show being hosted by Tasha and Caitlin and it's better than Chris already. (laughs) And I was trying to think about who I would want to host the bachelor if they decided to make like, some dude host the bachelor. And I'm really thinking it's gotta be Aaron. I, I don't think it's, I don't think Aaron's going to be the next bachelor. Let's put it that way. But no. I think he'd be a really good and fun host. And I, I think he would actually be the worst host conceivable, but in the best way for me, like I just, think he's be so, so good. <laughs> he's just so serious about everything. And he's <laughs> integrity. Well, I just like, he really, I mean, when he called Ed's legs Christmas hams and when he was like, you know, Becca is in her natural habitat, she looks like a dolphin coming out of the water. It's just what Mm -hmm. you expect to see. Like, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Most of his Instagram followers are like, we need Aaron to be the narrator. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's like, I I feel like he, he presents as, as a himbo. But his yeah. core is like, like a like a straight edge hardcore singer who's he's got a lot to tell you about things that he's very passionate about. Yeah, like, he's just he's got layers. He really does have layers. He does. He does. And I, you know, I have deep appreciation for him. But I think it would be really funny. To just think about it. Have him because the the franchise is just so old and dusty and we need to shake mm-hmm. it up in certain ways. I think putting Tasha and Caitlin in, in, you know, the co-host position was a step in the right direction. And I think if you just get, and it's like Wells has been a welcome addition since he started doing oh, paradise. Sure. He infuses a, a good energy in that, in that, you know, side of the franchise. We you just need to keep doing that. And like, don't be afraid to get kind of weird with it. You know, have like Aaron or Joe, grocery store Joe, like narrate, narrate and host the show. They could, you know, tag team. It could be interesting. Or, you know, just bring James back with Aaron. <laughs> Two of them <laughs> just talk about how much they like each other the whole time. It'd be great. Uh, also, it would be interesting uh, to bring them back to try to facilitate 
better male friendships on the show because already I'm worried about the season. I mm-hmm. just know it's going to be a bummer. Yeah. They're not getting along already. It's just, ugh, it makes me sad because we that really was a treat. That was one of my favorite things to watch. And um, but let's let's talk about the men a little bit. Uh, so here's something that I had mentioned before we started recording. I, I'm looking back. I, I went on the Bachelorette's, uh, you know, Facebook page, and they had all of the bios for all the men. And it's kind of fun to look back on them now that I know them better. <laughs> and and like from oh, Katie's sure. season and go, oh, that's really like Thomas's sucks. <laughs> uh, it's a rocked Ed Hardy in high school. Of course you did. Uh, wonders if the rock can really eat everything for his cheat meal days. Like go away. Um, <laughs> and Aaron's is still my favorite. Biggest fears, rats and saber tooth tigers. <laughs> Realistic fears. <laughs> Favorite holiday, Halloween. <laughs> um, still justice for Marty. Prefers to watch movies indoors. <laughs> like, what is specific <laughs> thing to say? Um, Andrews is still very sweet. Makes the best margaritas. Can imitate accents from around the globe. Oh, we know Andrew. <laughs> um, Justin's does not like to dance. <laughs> Again, believable. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if he could be any superhero, it would be Black Panther. Favorite artist of all time is Basquiat. Very on brand for Justin. Uh, yeah, Michael. Like, would it be cool? Did we get <laughs> Dad it? Michael makes a mean plate of dino nuggies. <laughs> I just love him. Uh, Courtney loves to country line dance. Forgot about that part of Courtney. Ooh. Uh, Trace was always my favorite. Favorite activity is brunch and book club. Loves the harmonica. Is irrationally terrified of harmonicas. Uh, I mean, it's good. Wait, piranhas, piranhas. Sorry, poison. <laughs> like, was like already, I was sure. already looking at Carl's and I got distracted. I got annoyed with Carl's because um, his favorite holiday is New Year's Day because he's a motivational speaker. But I hate him. Um, uh. Anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it's funny because it's like, wow, all of the all of the people on here really kind of did live up to to their bios. And it's it's a good way to reflect and look back and go, oh, yeah, you know, I really appreciate that you put this together. So I'm just I'm just trying to set the scene because the bios that we have for the men on Michelle season, as much as they're trying to sell Michelle, the men, they're, they're doing the bare minimum. Like, it's just like Casey, Miami Beach, Florida, advertising creative director, 36. Which insert red flag emoji like a hundred (laughs) times. Yeah, I have some notes about Casey. Um, So I don't, it it kind of sucks because I don't feel like, I mean, the full bios are on the website, but like the fun ones that they did for the last season aren't, they didn't make those cool visuals. And I just Mm want to say, Whoever's doing your social media, if you if the other person left, like uh, you didn't pay them enough, you should have kept them. What are you doing? Uh, so, oh my god. Okay, this is annoying already. Okay, and it's the motivational speaker. Ugh, of course. Okay, yep. so we got so another Chris, one. Chris G, the motivational speaker from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Mm. These are his fun facts. Chris G loves escape rooms. Chris G enjoys performing spoken word poetry. Uh. Chris G has two cats. This is the cringiest part. One named Cat and one named Small Cat. Uh. Wow, I'm so motivated by you. Not. He can't, he can't even be motivated to name his animals that he ostensibly uh, loves. I'm so bothered by all of that. I'm, I'm bothered by his 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 picture and his bio because he's he's wearing a um like an off white or a, a, like you know cream colored hoodie and then a sport coat over it. It's a real no, sir. You he's live just, in Halifax. <laughs> he's like I'm just like you. Um, yeah, Casey, the advertising creative director, says he is secretly a hippie. That's not a thing, sir. No. I Shut don't. up. No. Shut up. You're every creative director. That just means you're flaky and annoying. I'm secretly a hippie. Oh my God. Like get over yourself. Okay. So you own a van that you take out sometimes like leave me alone. Yeah. 
Uh, Got a little incense burner. Here we go. He's secretly a hippie. And then it says, Casey likes camping, but he hates sleeping in tents. Sir, you are not any kind of a hippie. No, this (laughs) just means he he saw Dave Matthews a couple times. Yeah, I'm a bit (laughs) of a hippie myself. Or he like paid an exorbitant amount for Burning Man and didn't actually have to do any work when he was there. Like Someone, Someone offered him a whippet at a fish show and now he thinks he's a hippie. Yeah, that's true. He probably never went to Burning Man. Uh, He takes his eggs scrambled with salsa. That's the interesting thing about him. And he's from Miami Beach, Florida. That's sad. That's that's how most people take their eggs. That's just the normal way to take eggs in Miami Beach. Oh, my God. I just really can't handle it. Let's talk about people I actually like. Um, Sure. I think Daniel seems very cute. The firefighter from Austin. Mm -hmm. He seems very cute. Um, his fun facts are very nice too. Daniel really wants to know if aliens exist. <laughs> it's just, you guys got to know. He really, he really wants to know. Talk to uh, Tom DeLong, sir. It's really cute. Ta- uh, Daniel is a connect for champ <laughs> and Daniel loves Christmas music. I think I found my tray for this season. <laughs> I think it's mm. Daniel. Um, I'm trying to think of who else really caught my eye. I'm, I'm flipping through I, I, the. I've got a couple that I feel okay, like. Yeah, well, there's there's one who I think could be a potential front runner, and then there's one who I, I like based solely on how he is presented in his profile picture. So, okay, tell me the first one first. Okay, so first, and and this this is going to be fun because. Clearly, this man is, he's done. He's cooked. But I have uh, a favorite already, and I'm wondering if it's the same one as you. My favorite is not for the same reason that you have a favorite, trust me, because this guy's, he's hes in hot water already. I, I love Joe Coleman and the fact that he like, I don't know, he like typed out a, a bachelorette manifesto and then <laughs> got found out. What the hell? <laughs> what? Okay. I have so many questions about it. I have so <laughs> many questions about it because I'm just like. You, okay. Um, ha, wait. You mean Ryan? I thought it didn't. Didn't Joe? Isn't Joe the one who who did the manifesto? Or is that is that no, Ryan? It was Ryan, the environmental oh, okay, consultant yeah, wait, Joe, from no, San Joe Jose. Is, Joe is the handsome man from Minneapolis. Joe is the slid into DMs and then ghosted yes. her guy. Yes. Which yes. I okay. So. Let's talk about Ryan first, though. So here's the thing that really sucked is I thought Ryan was really great from the outset. I was like, sure, he oh, did wow, his like farming, that's fair. Like that stuff is very cool to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, farming food. Yep. I like all that stuff. And then, yeah, like the creepy when, But I was like, is this a production thing? And then it clearly wasn't. And he was, no. and he was like my, what was it? Like his friend's you know, significant other put together a lot of the stuff. But mm-hmm. but the fucked up thing was like, yeah, all of the, um, you know, like, well, say you're really into that stuff. Yeah, say you're into teaching. <laughs> it's like completely like ridiculous stuff. And also, dear listeners, I apologize for for screwing up the names here, Joe Coleman and Ryan. I This is going to happen for the next It's hard in the first few episodes. It's so hard. It's inevitable. I have a lot of, wait, who was she just talking to in my notes? Joe Coleman is an angel and he's from Minneapolis and he's, and he's handsome and, and I bet he's going to do well. Yeah. Uh, I think I can forgive the ghosting if Michelle can. So I'm okay with him, but yeah. So Ryan, I mean, it's so awkward. So he's gone already, which is good. Like she was just like, it's best if you just leave. He's done. And he was like, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Like it's it's totally, it's totally realistic, right? Like it's like, you can't, if, if, you know, Tasha does a a room Raiders on your, uh, your, your bedroom and, and comes up with, you know, this ridiculous, how to win the bachelorette thing. Come on. Come on. We're at the so point let, where you can't do that. Let me read you his bio um, on the bachelorette on the ABC's website. Ryan is compassionate, competitive, and motivated. He dreams about bringing the perfect woman home to his family raisin ranch to enjoy mm. the picturesque sunset of central California. And he is hopeful that Michelle is the one for him. Ryan is a planner who creates lists for all endeavors he pursues, and that includes his love life. 
He is looking for a woman who checks off all his boxes, intelligent, down to earth, big heart, healthy, and a girl next door type. Michelle may check off all of his boxes, but will he check off all of hers? Only time will tell. And then his like little fun facts are Ryan is obsessed with ice cream trucks, which he is clearly not. He said like, oh, it's because she likes ice cream. Um, Ryan loves spreadsheets. Ryan is enthusiastic about cuddling. Mm. Get out of here. Get out of here. I was so excited about you. Insert Tyra's. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Gift. <laughs> I was so pissed off. I was just like, I can't believe you just like snowed me like that so fast. It was mm. just. It's very disappointing. Uh, so yeah, well, he's gone. Sammy, let let me tell you about uh, a man that I'm going to be rooting for. Tell me. Um, <laughs> I I find his fun facts to be extremely odd. I okay. am enamored by his extremely large head, which I, I respect. I like a large headed man, you know, especially oh, on God. TV because it kind of. It just sort of, and not not in like the in the metaphorical sense where he's always got a real big head. No, like like the actual physical measurements of his. He's he's a large headed man. I also like how on if if you view his his little bio, um, his picture that they use for for the Bachelorette, he uh, for some reason instead of doing like a normal like chest up, waist up, or whatever photo like they do for basically everyone, uh, we have a full just head to toe picture of mr rodney matthews rodney uh, so matthews let me, okay, let me wait, tell let, you about rodney M. yeah let me look up rodney uh, like he's great because not only is it this weird like here's all of rodney picture but he looks like someone has asked him has like asked him to like stand and have his picture taken for the first time in his life he's got <laughs> it's, it's incredible no. I, lo- I love the energy here okay and let me tell you about his fun facts sammy Okay, Rodney is afraid of opossums. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because uh, they're like, ah! <laughs> they're very, actually very sweet, though. They are. They're nice. Yeah. And I've seen them on TikTok. You can, they're, they're fun. They're friendly. Yeah, they're um, very sweet. Rodney is, he's afraid of opossums, but Rodney is terrified, terrified of being catfished. <laughs> yes. This is a man who lives his life in fear of being catfished, which is fun. And then <laughs> I want to catfish him just to make him uncomfortable. No, that's not nice. This I is this that. is one of my favorite fun facts because it is not fun. <laughs> I also believe that within the fun fact itself, it actually like defeats the purpose of the fact. And also I I don't understand it. So R- Rodney is very into intermittent fasting but only on weekdays. Yeah, I like I like what? all of the conditions <laughs> that go into that. Like uh so we have a mutual friend who had um who was taking uh, a medication where th- they could only consume alcohol with extreme moderation. <laughs> which just sounded like such a weird oxymoron to me. Yeah, and what is so that? So when mean? when we would go out, I would be like, is this does this feel like extreme moderation to you? Is this in within the limits of extreme moderation? Well, what, and what does that mean? Being, I don't know. I don't know. We just kind of guessed, you know, I was like, okay, so I yourself, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Cause this can mean one of two things for me. Um, now you could have the conservative interpretation, which would be extreme moderation means like you have to be like very, very little. But why wouldn't you just say very little? Not extreme moderation. But then right. the other end is like the cool, like extreme moderation, which is like pushing moderation to its absolute breaking point and then just walking it back a little bit. And yeah, that's how see, I would interpret it. The two of us had very different interpretations. I I tried to interpret it the second way. It, he was yeah. like, no, I better do it the first way. I said, well, well it's your body. So yeah, it's your body, you your choice, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> extreme moderation. It makes me, I mean, it's like, you know, not to turn this into like a George Carlin routine, but it is like, <laughs> why do people make things so much more complicated than they need to be? Yeah. And- I spent no less than an hour today trying to figure out, oh gosh, now I'm trying to remember what the term was uh, completely. It was like, uh, oh yeah, ad libitum energy intake. 
because I was reading what? all these articles. Yes. I was reading all these articles for school because I'm in school for nutrition. This was in my first, well, it was a, it was a nutrition related question. Like, uh, well, this is a good question for our intermittent fasting person. Here we go. Uh, it was about like, uh, high fat, low carb diets versus high carb, low fat diets and the difference they make in ad libidum energy intake and what ad libidum energy intake means that I figured out after an hour of Googling was (laughs) unrestricted eating. Oh, that's what it means. It means unrestricted eating. Like the, the subjects were allowed to eat anytime they wanted within the parameters of whatever the diet was that they were being asked to eat. I'm very into that. So they were being studied and, you know, they could eat within, you know, they either could eat as much as they wanted of the high fat, low carb diet or the high carb, low fat diet. And, but instead of just saying like, you know, unrestricted access to eating and, and energy intake is just how much energy they're intaking from what they're eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it was called ad libidum energy intake. And I was like, and I got like irrationally angry about it. <laughs> so I was just like, <laughs> why don't you just say what you mean? <laughs> Science journal. Nope. And, uh, and, and the weird thing was every time I Googled it, it was just like, you know, energy intake is how much energy is, is taken in. And I was like, okay, dictionary.com, you know, sell out definition or whatever. So uh, Rodney, uh, Rodney's Rodney. as confusing as that. He's very into intermittent fasting, but only on weekdays. Mm-hmm. That's just a lot going on, Rodney. Yeah, that's it. Well, he must also love spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, so for now, I'm team Rodney based on those factors alone. Now, <laughs> now it, as history has shown throughout the 10 seasons of Rose Plate Special, that means that Rodney will no doubt become some sort of like serial killer or something. So <laughs> he's he's the next skin salesman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's definitely not going to make it. Um, you know who I think is fake, fake, fakety fake, fucking so fake, and I hate him? Ooh, who? Chris S. Ugh. Chris S. I don't even know who he that is. I got to look really, at the cast list now. Really like just creeps me out, and I don't know what it is about him but he just really really creeps me out like he said something about like waxing his eyebrows and he was like you know i'm a mama's boy and you know and he's like i like that michelle wears her heart on her shoulder not her sleeve (laughs) her shoulder her shoulder yeah and he had another he had like another like moment with her i don't know I just hate both the Chris's, I guess. Um, yeah, he's got a real like SoCal uh, Hugh Grant thing going. I don't like his fun facts at all. He's not, just like, yeah, bra, I'm so relatable. He gives a mean blue steel face. Like, yeah, you, this is good. You have to look like a dork for that to be a good joke. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't be good looking, like traditionally good looking, uh, like, like, you know what I mean? And tell that joke because mm-hmm. then it just sucks. Yeah, yeah, he loves to also, travel. I, with with the blue steel face thing too, I just want to say there there's like an entire like category of of men who have only seen like three movies, and, and those Zoolander's the, like, one of them. The, yeah, Zoolander, yeah. Old School, and Step Brothers, and those three <laughs> things, regardless of your feelings on them or the quality they're in, those three things like basically form their personality. And, yeah. and just like saying lines from there uh, or like doing the the Zoolander face. This is this is what they do. So he is definitely that guy. Uh, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like the opposite of forgetting Sarah Marshall fans. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I would much rather someone look at me and say, just say, fuck the lemons and bail. And then I'm like, oh, we'll be friends. Um, <laughs> Burt pizza makes him mad, too. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Just, well, and again, him. it's like, let me state obviously, Chris loves to travel. Wow. Thanks, Chris. So I, you know what? Find me some people who are like, you know what I hate? Going places. Just don't like it. Who well, that's tough. Like, yeah. That's tough. <laughs> he doesn't want to travel anywhere? He doesn't want to go anywhere. He's like, I'd just like to stay at home, please. Mm. Um, but then we go somewhere. Well, not, not in the last two years, but 
we went somewhere once and he really enjoyed it. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can get well, him to do and, it again. But but the thing is, is like Chris loves to travel. It's like that's like, you know, I, I enjoy even even saying Chris likes pizza. Yes. Congrat you and everyone else. What makes you unique, Chris? None of these things. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. And we've got we've got a biotech CEO, a biomedical PhD student, like these a neuroscientist, and then mm -hmm. we have a pizza printer. Let's talk about Peter the pizza printer because oh, he makes me also irrationally angry because he comes in. Okay, here's the difference between someone like Peter and someone like Joe, grocery store Joe. Mm -hmm. because Joe is genuinely interested in food in a way that is extremely obvious. It seeps out of every pore. It's what he would be doing if he was famous or not. He just loves talking about food and reviewing food. He actually ran a grocery store. You know what I mean? It's like, it's very yeah. obvious. This guy comes out and he's like, he's like, you know, uh, very like stereotypical pizza talk and whatever. And then he like throws the dough in the air and it turns into like a straight line somehow. <laughs> and Michelle was like, what? <laughs> like what just happened? Um, like, was that on, do you actually know how to make pizza? And as Chiron says, pizza printer. And I'm like, this is awkward because now she's questioning your only descriptor no, at the this moment. Is, this guy is, is awful. He's he real. Just, and yeah. This if oh, I he, didn't know better, I would say that he grew up in like the New Jersey suburbs and and watched the Sopranos too many times. Yeah. Um he's got like big Italian energy, but he's from Florida. And yeah, it's weird. but it's like it's like the manufactured Jersey Shore big Italian energy. His fun facts, awful. <laughs> yeah, uh, really Peter good. loves deep house music fuck off uh peter doesn't like libraries <laughs> yeah what which kind is of incredible doesn't but like libraries this is a, did he try to like is, is this him trying to like pr peter doesn't read because <laughs> that makes him sound stupid so well, he can just say just, i don't like libraries i mean the thing that's sad is like like well i mean i think everyone who knows me knows that i think libraries are the most magical place in the whole world mm -hmm. and also, you can like get movies from libraries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even Sir, if you, you don't, don't read, like the library. Like that's in so what sense? Weird. At the at, at the most, okay. I think one could be indifferent towards libraries, but to have like a, a like a negative opinion towards the library, fuck off, Peter. Maybe Peter he's the like because socialism. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, this is a free service. What are my taxes going towards? Uh, you know, if I kept that money, I could uh, buy a couple more pies. You know. <laughs> he's also no, like. Um, not. He's also like. Uh, I'm not interested in talking politics on a date, but fuck socialism, though. Um, yeah. Let me just tell you what the commies are doing. I'm a vino head, so it's okay. Yeah, Peter, that's his third fact. Peter loves red wine and calls himself a, quote, vino head. Like, what uh, does that even mean, vino head? No, absolutely. He, Fuck off. Couldn't Fuck become off, a sommelier, so he, now he's a vino head. Um, Real vino guy. <laughs> really weird. Um, I also like that when he, when he pulled her, he's a pizzapreneur, but he's like, I've got cannolis. Like, why? And then oh I like God. that she was like, I almost said calzones. <laughs> this is the She's Olive like, Garden of men. No, yeah, this is the Fazolis of men. <laughs> oh, don't be smirch Fazolis like that. Fazolis <laughs> is better than Olive Garden. Um, <laughs> just because I have childhood memories of Fazolis. That's the only reason. But yeah, so she, this was so... This whole scene was awkward. She's like, cause, you know, he's like, she's like, what is it? And he's like, it's delicious. Just eat it. And she's like, she's like, well, I want to know what I'm eating. And he like couldn't explain it. And I'm like, I don't think he knows what's in a cannoli. I think I don't think he's just like being pushy. I think he's just ignorant. He doesn't like yeah. libraries after all. And no. then she took a bite and she goes, that's actually really good. <laughs> Which is the worst way to say that you like something. Actually. Yeah. It's actually I had the really lowest good. of expectations, which you managed to exceed. So congratulations, sir. Yeah. Now, this guy's trash. 
Yeah, this guy's trash, totally. Oh, wait, now I'm trying to remember. Okay, we had two firefighters on the show. Yeah, um, and they're and both I, from Texas, I think, And I think they? Daniel's, I, I really do think Daniel's cute, but didn't wasn't he the one who, who made the cringy joke? Wasn't he the one who came in on the small the small one? And then oh, I can't remember. Yeah, because didn't PJ come in on the big truck? I can't remember who came in on the big truck and who came in on the small I'm, truck. I'm getting my firefighters mixed up because there's, there's literally like one from Austin and one truck. from like Dallas or Houston or Houston. something. So PJ is from Houston. Um, Hold on. Yeah. And he has a mustache. I'm just trying to remember which, bio. which one um, came in on the because I'm trying to remember which one made the joke about, oh, is that. Is there a fire around here? Oh, just kidding. It's just a smoke show. Um, and I don't want to like, miscredit who, who said that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, just based on like their look, I think Daniel, I mean, I'm sorry, Daniel, you just have smaller truck energy. I'm not saying anything yeah. about anything, but he's just like a little, a little like sweeter, you know? Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, hold on. Let me, let me see if I can. I'm trying to find him. Is it Daniel Tully? Is that his last name? Yep, Tully. Okay. I'm just trying to find a picture of him from last night, if I can, so that I'm not I'm not getting it. I don't I hate getting it mixed up. It's so hard first. Yeah, so he came in he came in dressed up. Let's see. There's so much more to Daniel than his good looks and firefighting skills. Ooh. Yeah, he was on the toy fire truck. I was right. Okay. So yeah, so so Daniel came in and he was like, is it a fire? No, it's just a smoke show. But because he's not like, doesn't seem like a douche. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a smoke show, like that other guy. Um, Chasen, that terrible name. But then I just love that immediately after the producers were like, all right, let's have PJ come in in the real truck. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, no. <laughs> it was just like a great... And PJ just looks like a lot smoother too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just yeah. saying. Um, he also likes to pass time by working on a Rubik's Cube, PJ. Ooh. Mm. But he doesn't enjoy the opera. What is it with these guys of being like, I don't like these cultural institutions? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. Like, okay. Uh, at least you like a Rubik's Cube, I guess. And uh, you want to go to Carnival. Okay. Um, that's cool, I guess. Is there anyone else that were, oh, I did want to talk about Clayton a little bit because it's like, as soon as you look at him, you're like, yeah, of course you went to Mizzou. Like, duh. I don't know. Is it, was I the only one who felt that way? I gotta, soon, I gotta, I gotta find this picture. Hold on. So oh, he's the one guy. I called a beef potato. So he, <laughs> you called him a beef potato. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at this guy. He's such he, a beef he looks potato. Like a, he looks like a, like a, like a hunk of pot roast that's been like formed into a potato and planted in the ground. Yeah. I can smell like, you know, the crock pot <laughs> from here. <laughs> oh my God. He's just so Missouri and it's he's got so a real hot good. dish. If you know what I mean? Yeah. He's a uh, toasted ravioli, I guess. Mm. Um, well, is, or is that just a thing in St. Louis and not in Colombia? I don't know. You ever had St. Louis style pizza? Horrible. Um, Horrible. No. It is oh, an abomination wait, in the stuff, eyes of that's God. That's stuff with that terrible cheese, right? Mm-hmm, the worst cheese. Yeah. Just it is like, horrible. Just do Detroit and just leave everything else alone. That's, that's the my correct opinion. answer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Clayton... Yeah, I mean, as soon as he was like, I played football in college. And so I was like, he looks like he plays for Mizzou. And then his, so it made me feel good. Like I went to school in Indiana for a while and I know these things now. (laughs) I love his fun (laughs) facts. He's such an idiot. This guy, how many concussions does Clayton have? I Um, don't know. (laughs) Well, his fun facts. Clayton had a mohawk in college. Yeah, he's pretty alternative. (laughs) Clayton's rapping alter ego is named Clado. <laughs> Clado. It's cool because like I'm Clayton and like my body's hard, but like I, people don't think I can rap, so it's like Clado because it's unexpected, you know. <laughs> and this is my favorite because it's the most like yeah, of course. Clayton would love to own multiple gyms, multiple not one, gyms. multiple gyms. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's so good. He's he's a totally owning multiple gyms guy. Yeah, he he is. Um, I just need to like quickly, and I I, got to look up, I got to see if anybody knows this guy and has like more dirt on him. 
But uh, I just want to like quickly just insult LT for the use of the word guru and tell him to go fuck himself. And that's really maybe where I'm just going to leave it. Um, He's the yoga guru man, right? Like that's his whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that word is reserved for actual gurus. Like, yeah, I thought you had to be pretty fancy and like high up there. Like that's like just being like, hi, I'm the CEO. Like you can't just say that. It's like, (laughs) there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of like, uh, of uh, training and learning in school. And there's some people who have been teaching and learning for decades that I take from. And they're like, I would never call myself a guru. I'm still a student and I'll always be a student, you know? Yeah, and, well, and there's kind of like a new way of thinking about that in, you know, traditional circles like that. Maybe, I don't know. I think some people will probably take that on, especially some of the like older lineages, but it's, yeah, it's like super not good. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. Just awful. And then he comes in like, you know, in underwear. And I was just like, you just, you're just like a walking joke. And I was yeah. just really mad about the whole thing. Well, let me tell you, um, last Sunday afternoon, I drank an entire bottle of red wine and uh, I watched cartoons. And I think that makes me a sommelier. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's just like, it's like you can't like call yourself that. You know what I no. mean? Like, that's just not like a thing. Uh, let me tell yeah. you, though, this uh, that that Kirkland Malbec had uh, fragrant notes of it costs $8. I don't care. So that means I'm, yeah, I'm an expert. Sorry. That's, that's, I'm giving myself a title. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's like, and I hate when people like use that word for me with like marketing, you know, I'm just like, I really can't, I really can't deal with that. It's like very upsetting to me. Anyway. So, um, so fuck him. He sucks. Um, and here's his, uh, his, uh, Instagram bio. This could be us, but you hate me. Yeah, I do. (laughs) That's true. Um, Mm. (laughs) Zen aviation artist yoga slash spin at teeter fitness coach animal lover women empowerment that's his fucking bio i just hate him he loves to empower women come on come on now yeah power them into his bedroom he used to it used to it used to say male feminist and then he changed it (laughs) (laughs) i hate him uh yeah he loves a good spin class. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'm not a fan, not a fan. Um, yeah, the Ryan thing was good. Oh, should we talk about Buffet Rick? I feel like we should talk about Buffet yeah, Rick. let's talk about Buffet Rick. Okay, I got questions about Buffet Rick. First question, does he wear eyeliner or do his eyes look like that? I, and I'm not snarking. I'm just very genuinely curious. Mm. I I think his eyes just know. look like that. I'm inclined to believe that that is his natural look. He just has very intense eyes, which is good because for the first, you know, half of the night, she could only see his face. So mm-hmm. that's, that's true. That's good. And I I do like how long he committed to being in there. Yeah. Like not like everybody to, can commit to being a room service table for that length yeah. of time. And he was he was a good sport about it. And he was like, Can you feed me? And I was like, that is a very tricky way to get some quick intimacy. So that mm-hmm. is strategic. Like um, it. Yeah, I don't mind him. I, I think he's kind of fun. I don't know how far he's going to make it, but he's he's kind of goofy and I like it. Um, he's not a fan of double dates, though. So no, does not like those. The movie Hitch taught Rick everything he needs to know about life. Oh, honey. No. Oh, no. Like in a good way or a bad way? I don't. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> what does that avoid? mean? What to avoid? Uh. <laughs> But he does love his dog, Nana. I don't That's know. That's fine. That's good. Oh, God, though. Hitch? Hitch? Like a vault. I mean, you thought Zoolander was bad. I'm like, Hitch wasn't even like that good of a movie. No, Zoolander I don't think it did well at the box better. office, did it? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Weird. Although it's it's got legs. That's one you can like, you know, TNT on a Saturday afternoon. You probably got some Hitch going on. Sure, sure. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure, um, Steve. That's that makes it culturally relevant. <laughs> oh, I also forgot that Chris, that guy who was like, "I'm a mama's boy," uh, came in as like dressed as a student, and then he, 
And then he was like, that was kind of creepy. And yeah, that's was super he weird. The- she teaches fifth grade, sir. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, maybe you could teach me a thing or two. And I was like, this is very creepy and inappropriate and I don't like it. Um, mm. Oh yeah. I said, pick the neuroscientist who made the dopamine res- reference, pick him. So that's how I felt because I, right, I just finished a whole exam on that. <laughs> so I was like, pick him. He's talking about the nervous system. I understand it now. Oh, Pardeep. And she did, she did, I mean, pick him for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't, I don't know. He seems like very good. He didn't get very much screen time at all. But when he made a dopamine reference, I was like, this is very cute. And he seems sweet. And he loves to sleep in on Saturdays. And he loves New Year's because he loves new beginnings. Uh, and he doesn't enjoy sitting on park benches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what sure. a weird thing to say. I don't enjoy park benches. I feel like they made them pick something that they, they must have asked them, what's something that everybody likes that you hate? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just to make people mad. Yeah. I swear. I, that's got to be it. Or Or like they just had an extended conversation with them about something and then production was just like well it seems like you don't like park benches so we're gonna say that all right sure. <laughs> it's like uh okay i didn't say that though uh well you know <laughs> i just clicked on garrett which i don't really remember much about him he's a tech ceo oh he oh he's the one who came in with the cane oh yeah 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 he broke his foot but i was like that cane looks pretty cool um that was a good look he he calls himself a plant daddy <laughs> Sure. <laughs> uh, and he had a bowl cut growing up. He definitely has former bowl cut energy. And he loves pickles. That's fun. I have fun here. That's fine. That's fine. What? Who was the guy who came in in a bed? I didn't get. I didn't get his name. Ooh, shoot. Um, God, I don't even know. Now I'm gonna have to like feverishly Google this. I just wrote something that's like very, very uh, awkward. Uh, and, and now and now that's going to be my search history forever. Okay, I worded it <laughs> weird. I'm just going to move on. Yeah, you uh, also can't Google uh, bed guy bachelorette and expect to get, they're like, do you mean the bad guy? <laughs> no. Um, so let's talk about, okay, now that we've kind of gone through the dregs, I think- mm-hmm. So I think two of the most promising guys I am worried about in terms of like how long they're going to last. And one is Joe and the other one is Nate, because it Mm -hmm. seems like Nate's going to be like people are putting his feet to the fire. And Nate was like an early favorite for me. I was like, he seems really cool. He's Canadian. He lives in Texas. He's got a dog. You know, he's he just seems very like. I don't know, approachable, pretty cool. He's mm-hmm. six foot eight. My goodness. Is he hot or just tall? I don't, I think too both. large. Um, he dreams of visiting the Taj Mahal. He can't dance to save his life and he likes edible arrangements. <laughs> Who likes edible arrangements? No one. Like, you have exactly 48 hours to eat like more melon and strawberry and pineapple than you're comfortable with. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of chocolate thrown in every once in a while, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, I thought Nate seemed pretty cool, but people are asking him if he's like an actor and stuff, which isn't, um, incriminating in and of itself, but I'm just wondering what he's that's too tall to be an actor. To. Can't do it. That's, that's true. You have to Tom be, Cruise is like three foot I was eight. Okay. Just going to say, you gotta be Tom Cruise this height. Well, how else are you going to play hide and seek with him at his house? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got really mad when Leah Remini wouldn't play hide and seek at his house. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's a real story. Real that's a real. Shit, yeah. That's a real fucking story. Yeah, got Google really that mad. one. Don't yeah. don't Google Bedman Bachelorette. Google that. <laughs> Google instead. Google Tom Cruise Leah Remini hide and seek chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookies. You'll find it. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm a little worried about that. I think Joe at this point is the front runner as long as Michelle is okay with the fact that he ghosted. I do think his. His, um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't know, reason, I guess, for not messaging her back makes sense that he was like emotionally overwhelmed living yeah. in Minneapolis, you know, and, mm-hmm. and owning, you know, a business nearby or, or a building nearby or whatever. Um, 
and and I totally get that. I do still think he could have messaged her and said, hey, I'm really overwhelmed right now and I need some time to just, I just need some space. Yeah. Um, as somebody who has ghosted on occasion and feels bad about it, I get it. It's hard sometimes to know what to say. Sometimes it's awkward and I get awkward and I just don't want to talk to somebody. So yeah, and I that's okay. It's okay. I mean, but that. at the same time, maybe don't be a dick, but and like, you also, also are like, under no obligations. So don't come back. Don't, don't, if you, if you were that interested, like I get why she'd be suspicious. Like, why are you mm-hmm. coming on the show? Is it for me or is it for another reason? Yeah. And the fact that he didn't, oh, here's the thing that I think is really weird, that he didn't say that to her right away. Because I think how he could have smoothed it out from the beginning, this is something I've thought about. Like, oh, if I ever saw that person again, the first thing I would say to them is be, be like, hey, I'm sorry I was an asshole like 10 years ago. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, can we move on? Okay. Uh, so, like, if he had come out and said, I'm really sorry you know, yeah, we do know each other. Full disclosure, if I look familiar, this is why. And I'm really sorry. And I was going through a lot and I still didn't deserve to just ghost on you. Because sometimes this stuff like evaporates and sometimes she might have messaged him a few times and he didn't say anything. That's worse, you know. Um, she might have been like, just tell me that you're not interested and I'll move on. You know, like who knows? So that I think could have been handled better right from the outset. And that she had to drag it out of him was kind of weird. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if that was his choice or if production said something to him, like, don't tell her. I don't know. It just, the whole thing kind of felt, that stuff felt weird. So we'll see where that goes. But I also feel like, obviously, she already was because she was like, did I slide into your DMs? And I was like, oh, you know, so she was clearly already interested in him at one point. It just kind of depends on where they go from here and how he makes that up to her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it, yeah, it's kind of in his. The ball, the ball is in his court and it sucks because I think outside of that, like if that was a non-factor, he'd be an instant front runner. Yes, but because he he's already he's coming in with baggage, um, yes. So which isn't which isn't a good position to be in because, in my experience as a, uh, a bachelor slash bachelorette watcher, I think that your initial impression matters more than almost anything else. Which sounds silly, but if you look at who does well on the show. First impression rose, very important. Uh, first date, I think, carries a lot more weight than dates later on in the season. So, I, I yeah, you, you have to come in hot out, out of the gate if you want to last for a long time. And and I think when you come in with baggage, it makes that difficult. Yeah. Yeah, she might leave him, like, around for a couple episodes and then go, you know what, I actually can't get over it. Bye. So... We'll see because that's happened before. We'll see what happens. Um, Nate got the first impression rose. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes sense. So, yeah, yep. I don't know. We'll just see what happens with Nate. I'm like worried. I hope it's like kind of fake drama. I would because I really do like him. I don't know because I just don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing who it's going to be yet. I, I'm not. There's some guys on the show who are really impressive, but they haven't gotten a lot of airtime. And the ones who have, I'm just kind of like meh on them. But that sometimes happens. And then the really good ones get more later. Like I was just, I was trying to remember who, there was someone she talked to and I didn't mention because I missed his name. And that's Jamie. And he's the biotech CEO. Mm-hmm. He seems really cool too. Like, um, <laughs> He once traveled to Ecuador just to try their chocolate. Food boy after my own heart. Love it. Uh, he, he's never watched an episode of reality TV in his life. I believe him. And his favorite game is chess because, of course, it is because he's a biotech course, CEO. Yeah. What a nerd. nerd. Um, no, he just seems he seems like cool. There's always like those very nerdy, very accomplished, you know, 
sciencey type dudes who don't <laughs> generally seem to get a lot of play on the show. Unfortunately, it's always mm-hmm. like the personal trainers who get more. Uh, a lot of personal time. trainers. Or the, or the, you know, country singers. So I would love, because I mean, really, it's like, okay, going through these names. Um, oh, yeah, Spencer seems cool, too. He's the financial crimes analyst from Cleveland. He seems cool. There's a lot of these bios that just say, he's incredibly smart. I'm like, are they all incredibly smart? <laughs> Is that <laughs> like, self-reported information? <laughs> <laughs> if he's a financial crimes analyst, he probably is. Yeah, really he's probably smart. pretty smart. Yeah. Um, so, but I, that's what I'm saying. There's like a lot of pretty impressive titles, like no skin salesman. <laughs> this one, thank God. Um, you know, um, there's a mathematician. Um, you know, a couple firefighters, a neuroscientist, IT analyst. You know, academic administrator. There's a couple personal trainers, biomedical PhD student. I think that's very cool. Um, you know, yeah, like real estate developer, biotech CEO. There's some good, good, good dudes in terms of yeah. And of course, Chris is a commodity commodities broker. Like, ugh. barf. Just like I just cringe, like head to toe. <laughs> um, and an engineer. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some like good dudes here. Brandon J must have have he just needs a break. I wrote that. Uh, Brandon Jay is on the show because he's just like burnt out and he needed to get away from his job as a traveling nurse recruiter. <laughs> Which is a weird that like does does he travel to recruit nurses or does he recruit traveling nurses? I figure he recruits traveling nurses. Okay. And they're in a lot of demand right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm That's saying true. he probably was like, I need a break. I'm not gonna go on the show. <laughs> I just <laughs> can't deal. Stressful. He seems like a really good dude too. I didn't mention that, but he was he was one of the ones that they featured at the beginning, and and it was kind of like uh, he, um, you know, had to take care of his brother growing up, and you mm-hmm. know, kind of one of those like I had to grow up really fast type of guys, and um, and he also uh, once hopped on stage during a Lil Wayne and Drake concert. He Ooh. loves Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but he has no interest in ever going bungee jumping. Just so don't ask. Fine. Him. Totally Don't fine. Ask yeah. Him. Stop asking. People His, are like, oh, go bungee jumping with me. And he's like, and he's like st- seriously, just stop. Um, yeah. But he's also he, really into basketball. So, like, um, didn't they play a little bit together? I think they did. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's got that going for him. He's in Portland, but if he's a recruiter for traveling nurses, he could move anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe he'll, he'll kind of creep in a little bit more. I don't know. That's that's kind of all I'm really thinking about. It's it's hard to make a lot of, you know, predictions or blanket statements sure. after one episode. But those were kind of some of my observations and some of the people who stood out to me. Am I missing anybody that you want to talk about? No, I think we I think we touched on most of the big ones. Yeah, uh, which means, of course, again, following tradition, the winner will be someone that we've given like no time have to not at talked about at all. Yeah. It's going to be not our that, fault. <laughs> it's going to be that guy who is like, I'm just like a Jack Russell. Yep. That's that's was, the winner. That's who was that one? <laughs> no, he, he's going to he get had, heartbroken at the end. And be the next bachelor. There you go. No, I hope not. He's he, he seems kind of. <laughs> like blah to me. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, hold on. I'm trying to find. Uh, oh, yeah. Because his name is Jack Russell. And he's like, like the dog. And then he's like, I'm also loyal. I am yippee. Like a Jack Russell. And I'm like, I don't know. I When I think of Jack Russell's, I just think of you're very good at tasks, but only when you, you want to do them. So yeah, strong willed and independent. I mean, that that's, that's a Jack Russell. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to play tug of war with your heart. I was like, Ooh. who wrote this for you? Vava boom. Uh, he will throw up at the sight of an onion. At the like, he just sees an onion and he's like, "No." That's what it said. Okay, his his facts he went are home, didn't he? So not fun. Oh, was he good. even selected? I don't know. I I don't now. I, now I, I, okay. I wrote down a lot of names and I missed a lot of names. Yeah. And uh, can yeah. confirm that Jack Russell has gone home. Uh, okay. His fun facts do include uh, he's is afraid of dancing, which is fun. I like that. He loves <laughs> kickball. I guess he's twelve. Uh, he will throw up at the sight of the onion, which. I, not the onion. He sees a satirical <laughs> oh, newspaper and he vomits uncontrollably. 
Yeah. Uh, no, mm-hmm. he's he's like a former army guy or something. So, uh, you know, and and then he was honorably discharged because a uh, a, a a enemy threw an onion at him and he vomited uncontrollably on the battlefield and had to be carved off. So, uh, oh, that's why. Yeah, that's why. So really? yeah, Jack. Wait, Ruff, is that true? No, no I I just <laughs> I made like, that up. I'm full of shit. Where'd you get that from? I was like, that's very specific. Um, I just it's think like, it's weird that he's like, I will throw up at the sight of an onion, but also I'm an army officer. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like mental toughness, except for with onions. Sorry, can't, yeah. can't get over it. It's weird, like, uh, are you familiar with like the whole shower onion thing? No, I don't. Is that like a shower beer? You eat an onion in the shower? Yeah, like, well, there's this, oh gosh, how do I describe it? Uh, um. Yeah, like shower onions. Um, you put in basically if you put like a a bowl of onions in your bathroom, it's supposed to like take bad bathroom smells out. Oh, like it's it's real. It was something that happened like earlier this year. It got really popular on TikTok because you know I'm young, so. <laughs> uh, and I thought it was a joke for the longest time. And then I realized, and then I was like, wait, people actually do this and it's real because <laughs> it just sounds like a joke. But anyway, so he, he can't be with somebody who also uses shower onions is my point. Mm, yep. And that's kind of sad. Well, um, I guess if he's going to throw up, that's the best room to be in. That's true. But every time you go in the bathroom, I mean, like you have to eat a lot of food to make up yeah, for that that's, and that probably like have to repair your esophagus. Anyway. Um, so the people who went home, uh, let's see, uh, Brandon Kiefer, um, NFL player, Brian Witzman and wellness coach, Edward Naranjo tech CEO. Oh, that's sad that Garrett, uh, is gone already. He seemed cool. Anyway, former army officer, Jack Russell and personal trainer, Jomari Gable, and then Ryan, of course, as well. So, Mm. uh, yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens next week. I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm a little, I'm just kind of, I like Michelle so much, which is why I want to keep watching. And obviously, because we do this, but yeah. I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just done. Goodbye. Uh, show. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just sad because it's just not going to be as enjoyable as Katie's season. And I can already tell it was just very, like, I needed it. I needed that gift of, of just bromance budding everywhere and everybody just loving everybody while they weeded out all the toxic men. It was the most effective thing I have ever seen on a reality show. And I just don't think we're ever going to get that magic again. Mm-hmm. And, and riding high off of that season and a very good season of bachelor in paradise. I'm like, okay, if you're going to do it, just make the drama really good. Yeah. If, if oh. they're not going to love each other, then I want, I want them to kill to each really other. Really hate each other. Yeah, yeah. really hate each other. Otherwise, <laughs> my my new dream season for the the Bachelorette is there is no Bachelorette. It's just thirty guys, and they're all giving each other positive affirmations, holding hands, and gently kissing each other. And there and you go. And like doing accents. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and hundred percent that. And Michael's <laughs> making everybody cry. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's what we need. Oh, couple pieces of gossip before we go. One is that I, and I think I might have talked about this previously, but one is that I heard that they they were considering Greg for The Bachelor, and I haven't heard any other Bachelor news. I I don't seek it out. I just had found that, and that some of the women started to pull out of being interested in the show because they picked Greg. So I'm hoping they get their shit together and they pick like Andrew or Michael, somebody or Justin. Like seriously anyone is better than Greg Mm. and you have all of these great men to pick from, from the last season. So I don't know why they're doing this. Um, the other thing that I, I didn't realize that Dale and Claire broke up again. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I sent you that article that was like, uh, you know, who was it? Was it Wells? Who's or no, who said there was like a PR move? I don't know. Someone oh, said, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, Dean, Dean. Dean was like, I think it was just a PR move that they got back together in the first place on behalf of Dale. I, I mean, it just sounds like Dale used Claire in a big yeah, way. Yeah, 
Also, see, yes and no. I, it's like, I guess it could be that calculated, but at the same time, I, does anybody give a shit? Like, when they got back together, was anybody just like, oh, yes, love is real now? Like, I don't know. It I just was just so like, I don't from think, the start. Yeah, I was like, I just don't think it's going to last. Um, and it didn't. Uh, yeah, apparently just four hours ago or so, she shared she shared a post on Instagram. Gut feelings are guardian angels. Listen to them. Oh, Claire. Mm. Mm. Um, I think Claire needs some time to just, you know, just not not be on a Bachelor series. Yeah, don't stop talking to boys on TV. Stop (laughs) talking to boys on TV and just figure out, Claire, just figure out what makes Claire happy. Yeah, I agree. Also, do I, that's you good for advice all around, too, by the way. Just don't don't talk to boys on TV. Just don't do it. Just yeah, don't talk home. to boys on TV. <laughs> just stay home. That that brings it full circle. Stay home like Tuck wants to do. <laughs> don't yep. go. Don't Learn like traveling. <laughs> all right. Until next week, everybody. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay spooky. I started Ooh. wearing all my Halloween gear already. And actually, I got to get some stuff together for some costumes because I'm going to stream in costumes and play Dream Daddy with one of my Ooh. friends on Halloween. And I'm real excited about it. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So uh, take care, everybody. And we'll we'll talk to you next week. And we'll remember some more names. Yeah. And don't do needle drugs. Don't do needle drugs And don't hide needles in your Halloween candy